0: Chapter 22 of The Tale of Frisky Squirrel. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Josh Kibby. The Tale of Frisky Squirrel by Arthur Scott Bailey. Catching Freddie Weasel Asleep. When Frisky Squirrel saw Freddie Weasel disappear in the hole in the bank, he became greatly excited. He forgot all about going home, and though he had begun to feel somewhat sleepy, he was wide awake again in no time. He sat right down a little way from the hole, and he never once took his eyes off it. Frisky hoped that perhaps he would hear Freddy snoring in there if he waited long enough, but no such thing happened. There seemed to be but one way to discover whether Freddy was asleep, and that was to creep into the hole himself and find out. Now Frisky Squirrel was no coward, as you know but he did not like the idea of crawling into that narrow, dark place. He knew that Freddie Weasel's teeth were very sharp, and he knew that Freddie was quick to use them, too. Frisky was trying hard to think of some good way to catch Freddie asleep, when who should come strolling along but Henry Skunk? Frisky always supposed that he was called Henry because he was so fond of hens, for he visited Farmer Green's hen house oftener than any other of the forest people, but whether that was why he was so named I should really not want to say. "'Well, well, you're out pretty late,' Henry Skunk called as soon as he saw Frisky. Frisky Squirrel held a paw to his mouth so Henry Skunk would not talk too loudly. "'What's going on?' Henry Skunk asked, with growing interest. "'You haven't seen a hen around here, have you?' Frisky shook his head. "'It's Freddy Weasel,' he explained, pointing at the hole. "'He's in there, and I'm trying to catch him asleep.' Henry Skunk came nearer. "'Why don't you go inside?' he asked. Frisky shook his head again. "'I don't see very well in the dark,' he said, "'and I'd rather not.' Henry nodded. "'I can see first-rate at night,' he told Frisky. "'I'll find out for you if Freddy Weasel is asleep, and if he is, I'll come right back and tell you, and then you can go in with me and see for yourself.' "'Good,' said Frisky. "'That's very kind of you, I'm sure.' So Henry Skunk walked up to the hole. It was entirely too small for him to enter. "'I'll have to make it bigger,' he remarked. "'Won't Freddy hear you?' Frisky Squirrel inquired. "'I'll be very quiet about it,' Henry Skunk replied. "'So if he's asleep, I hardly think I'll disturb him.' and at that Henry set to work. Now, in order to dig, he had to stick his head into the hole, but he knew he could see Freddy Weasel if Freddy tried to bite his nose, so Henry was not afraid. How he did make the dirt fly. Frisky wished that he could dig like that. He thought it must be great fun, and he watched Henry so closely that he never saw that slim, sneaking form that crept up behind him, and when Frisky felt something jump right on top of him, and when a terrible sharp pain seized his shoulder, he was scared half out of his wits. It was Freddy Weasel, He had left his home through another hole which Frisky knew nothing about. Frisky Squirrel called for help. He shouted Henry Skunk's name again and again as he rolled over and over on the ground, trying to shake Freddy off his back. But how could Henry Skunk hear him with his head buried inside the hole? He didn't know what was happening, and if Frisky and Freddy hadn't rolled right upon him, he probably would never have looked around until it was too late. But when Henry felt that rolling, tumbling, fighting pair bump against him, he drew his head out of the hole in a hurry, and as soon as he saw what was happening... He sunk his own sharp teeth deep into Freddy Weasel's back. Freddy let go of Frisky Squirrel at once, and he gave Henry Skunk's nose such a savage nip that Henry just had to squeal, it hurt him so. In order to squeal, of course, he had to open his mouth, and when he opened his mouth he had to let go of Freddy Weasel. That was exactly what Freddy Weasel wanted. He sprang up and dashed into the bushes. He was not afraid of Frisky Squirrel, but Henry Skunk was altogether too big. Freddy did not enjoy fighting him. Well... Frisky with his aching shoulder and Henry Skunk with his sore nose went off together. They didn't say a word to each other until they reached the hickory tree where Frisky lived, and then all they said was good night. Frisky never spied on anybody again. He had learned that it is better not to meddle in other people's private affairs. So, after all, perhaps it was a good thing that he tried, just once, to catch Freddy Weasel asleep. End of Chapter 22 End of the Tale of Frisky Squirrel by Arthur Scott Bailey.